competitiveness is just one aspect of it. It's the fun and, and the camaraderie that goes 100% further than that. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Talks Up podcast. I know it's been a little while since I've uploaded an episode, but I really do appreciate your patience. Now, joining me today is Henry Hyduck, who runs the Ontario SUP series with his wife, Kathy. And the racing series is back again for 2017 with bigger fields expected than ever before. Stay tuned. This is the Talks Up podcast with your host, Dan Dakin. Well, Henry, thanks a lot for joining me here on the uh, on the Talks Up podcast. I'm very much looking forward to talking to you, and uh, very much looking forward to the the Ontario racing season. So, thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for asking. Let's uh, let's first of all kind of take a uh, a step back a little bit and talk about um, how you got involved in the series and and when when this thing sort of took off. Where where did you uh, where did you get involved? Well, the uh, series started, uh, this is our sixth summer, and uh, it started off, a friend of mine uh, asked me to start a series. Uh, I've always been involved in the uh, windsurfing and stand-up paddleboard rentals here in Collingwood area. And uh, he asked, you know, we should maybe get a race series going. So I started, we started off with Steve at Board Sports as our first sponsor, and uh, he was sort of the catalyst, and uh, you know thought it was a good idea. So he supported us and backed us our very first year, and we put together a series of races uh, uh, locally here in Collingwood and Sauble Beach, and we sort of uh, got together with the Toronto Windsurfing Group as well, and worked with them and. Uh, so it just sort of evolved at the beginning. We had uh, five or six races the first summer, and it just kept growing and growing until we're at the stage we're at now. And what has that growth looked like, uh, both you know, in terms of um, the, the number of racers taking part and the, the different divisions? I mean, I know you're running three divisions now, that uh, there's a novice, a, an open, and an elite. Um, when, when were there enough people where that sort of made sense, you know, to have those, those three different divisions or, or was it right from the start? Well, we, we had those divisions right from the start because we felt that because the sport was so in its infancy, uh, that we needed to have a broad range. So, uh, talents, I mean, we had people like Larry Kane right at the very beginning. So we knew that we had the elite group, but we wanted to, uh, spread the, uh, hardware out or the categories out so that it would include everybody, including the youth category. So uh, we had various age groups and uh, ability categories so that we could encompass everybody. So everybody could participate no matter how well or how skilled they were or whatever equipment they have, we could accommodate them. So we haven't really divided things up into classifications board-wise. That is always in the future. But it's sort of evolved that way that uh, people who had 12-foot boards or recreational boards could still participate in the novice category. And we wanted to make it as broad and as encompassing as possible. And, And it really has worked out well that way. As far as the number of participants coming along, 
Uh, each year, the growth has doubled, believe wow. it or not. Wow, that's, and, a big, uh, that's a big jump every year. Yeah, so if we double this year, it'll, it'll be astronomical because our biggest race last year, we had over 80 participants, so we double that to 160. Then we're looking at uh, major races like the Carolina Cup and those held in the U.S. and Florida and places in California where they have 300 or more participants. And uh, if we get that kind of growth here in Ontario, it'll, it'll just knock the socks off everybody. Do you feel like last year was a bit of a breakout year for racing, or uh, or do you really feel like it's been this steady progression over the, the years? Well, I think the projection for the sport uh, generally has been for phenomenal growth for doubling of proje- of, of participants in the year-to-year uh, basis and to that growth to continue in the next four or five years. So uh, with that, you know, people get into it recreationally. And I think the normal progression for everybody is, okay, now that I've paddled out on my board and done this and that with it and uh, had some fun on it, what can I do now? And then all of a sudden people see, well, we can race and racing is a natural phenomenon. Every, everybody wants to be first or be better than the next person, it seems, in every sport, no matter where we go. And uh, I think that's just a natural progression for our sport and stand-up paddling. I mean, people can do it recreationally and now they want to get into a more competitive style. And uh, again, if, as far as the manufacturers concerns, uh, they have tons of recreational boards on the markets. But uh, their team riders, their teams, players now are into the racing mode and they uh, have uh, team uh, sponsorship. And uh, this is where the seems to be the growth of the sport as well. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know about, about you, but I find when I you know tell people that I race paddle boards, the first thing the, the vast majority of people say is you can race those things or, you know, there's a racing series for those things. People just don't know that, in, in a lot of cases, people don't know that it's anything more than something that you can go around and, you know, tool around on or do yoga on or do whatever. So is that something that you find that you're constantly up against? Uh, is, is just a lack of um, general awareness that there is even a race series or, or racing with paddleboards? Or are you seeing that, you know, start to change a little bit? I think you're both uh, correct in both those uh, scenarios. Uh, There's a lot of people who don't realize it, but then word is getting around. And then, of course, we're trying to promote the sport and the racing aspect of it. But we also, in the racing, we want to make it fun and have people participate at all age groups. And I think that's where our series really has uh, an edge over other things like the Carolina Cup. I mean, you're not going to get... Uh, the novice at the Carolina Cup because they're going to be intimidated by being out in the ocean and so forth. And that's the nice thing about being in Ontario. But again, even in Ontario, we can have uh, challenges as far as wind and currents and waves. So we have that aspect as well. But when we design our races, we try to make the races so that everyone can participate no matter what level of ability. And also in the series, we try to uh, have a varying kinds of races and race courses. So they're not all the same. Uh, some people like to go to straight line for 14 K other people complain about the fact that there's too many turns because we've got a triangular course or a butterfly course. But I think that's the spice 
in the pudding because we want to make it accessible and have fun and, and a variety. Like our very first race is on, on uh, uh, the Grand River in Paris, and it has uh, Class 1 rapids. So there's challenges involved there. And even the novice can participate, and they can even get equipment uh, that's available for them that is specific uh, for river and rapid paddling. So, you know, we try to give everybody a, a little bit of everything so that they can find their niche and uh, their whatever their specialty is. Yeah, there's definitely something for everybody, that's for sure. So, um, and that uh, that's a good segue into my next question here is just about the uh, the schedule. So, um, I should say that the the whole schedule is available on OntarioSupSeries.com. Uh, so you can see uh, everything on there. That's sort of the home of the uh, uh, that, that's kind of the home of the race series um, on Facebook as well. But uh, so let's talk about the series. Opens up May 13th, as you mentioned, Grand River. It is a little different because it's a river race. Uh, it means that you need to be using an inflatable board. The nice thing is there are boards available to rent through the local shop there uh, and through some of the manufacturers, I believe, to bring a couple of boards. But um, so, yeah, Grand River, a bit more of a technical race, uh, a little bit different from the other ones, right? Correct. And I have to uh, uh, make this uh, correction. The, the race has been changed from the 13th of May to the 27th uh, because Jonah Logan is not available on the 13th and he is the host and uh, also provides uh, boards for hire for those who don't have inflatables at a very reasonable cost, I might add, uh, so that anybody and everybody can participate. But again, it's Saturday, May 27th. That has to be corrected on the website as well. But everything else is a go. And then from there, Wasaga Beach, uh, June, uh, June 24th, the end of June, you've got that. Interesting race here on July 8th in Toronto, the Canadian Championships. That's the, the WPA Canadian Championships. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's, that's sort of a, an expanded event, I guess, this year. And uh, sort of a, a pretty big field expected for that one, correct? Yes, that, that's part of the WPA World Tour. Uh, they're making a stop in Toronto. Derek Schroeder is in charge of that. I am just promoting it. It's part of the series, so points for that event will go towards the overall championships. Uh, that's something that Derek and I have agreed on, and then the, it's make, made an added event. Uh, it Because it's a world tour, we expect riders from all over the whole world to come for this event. Uh, and uh, it's going to be hopefully as big as any, like the Carolina Cup or the Pacific Paddle Games uh, events like that. So it should be right up there. And again, hopefully we'll have a lot of people come and watch and get involved and take a look and see how these things happen. Yeah, what a great opportunity for, you know, for anybody who's interested in the sport to kind of rub shoulders with some of the top people, uh, the top men and women in the world at an event like that. It's something that's sort of unique to um, to certain sports, but certainly unique to, to paddleboarding, where you know you can you can walk up and talk with uh, with the top ranked people in the world. And I mean, you mentioned Larry Kane earlier, and that's a you know he, he's a really good example of one of these guys who is at all these races or, or many of them, and you know is always uh, happy to chat boards and and technique and things like that and uh you know he's a he's a fierce competitor but also uh you know a great guy to chat with and 
Um, I think the Canadian Championships uh, will be a, a really good example of that. Yes, definitely. Uh, and uh, again, uh, Derek Schroeder they will have more information on that. And the outline and the schedule for the weekend should be coming up on his website soon. Hopefully, uh, people will be able to tune in on that. And uh, But then we've got the rest of the schedule going with races again in Port Dover, Kincardine, Collingwood, and Muskoka. We've got a couple of races missing this year because of, uh, first of all, the Ottawa race has been canceled because of lack of participation and also the uh, tr- uh, Barry race because the Centennial Park is under construction, so we couldn't get it uh, uh, a site there this for this uh, race this year, but hopefully we'll be back. That's always been one of our best races as well. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully Ottawa ends up back on the schedule at some point, you know, in, in years to come. I mean, uh, I was up there last year as well, and you're absolutely right. I mean, the numbers were, were uh, you know, pretty small and didn't really make it worthwhile for people to, to get up there when the numbers are that small. Um, but I mean, they've got such a great sup community there in in ottawa and and that whole area gatineau area and you know hopefully that's something that uh that comes back eventually if they kind of you know get a little more interest in racing maybe and and uh and hopefully we can we can make a trip out there again oh definitely i've already uh uh, communicated with brent schmidt and uh he's keen on us coming back next year it was a little too late to be able to put together for this year but it'll definitely be back on the calendar for the following year. And you mentioned the sort of the second half of the season there, Port Dover, Concordia, uh, Collingwood, and Muskoka. Um, Port Dover, for anyone who has not had a chance to paddle out there, is such a neat little beach town right on Lake Erie, not too far from Simcoe. And then uh, Concordia up, uh, up a little further north, but again, a, a neat little spot. Collingwood is... I don't know. I think one of the uh, one of the the neatest events, just in in terms of location and you know the the finishing shoot there is so uh, so easy for spectators to kind of stand there and watch that finishing sprint and and watch how the race plays out. Yeah. And uh, and then Muskoka is is such a unique course as well. Um, that that river setting is uh, extremely unique and uh, and really just a just a cool course. So just goes back to that diversity of, of events and locations and everything. Yeah, it, it's always exciting to be able to go to all the different locations. It's a little bit wear and tear on, on us getting here and there, but, I mean, it's worth it because the locations are so supreme and so unique in each and every one. I'd I like to mention right now, if I may jump in here, uh, it's early in the year and people are getting keen on getting on the water. I want to stress safety out there on the water. Uh, the water's still cold. You want to make sure you dress properly with booties and uh, suits, even a dry suit in cases. And if it's windy and wavy, you want to make sure you have gloves and a hood. And above all, you want to have a leash and be sure you're attached to your board. But that's another thing. You want to make sure you check your leash to make sure that it's working properly and safe, that it's not going to come apart when you're out on that water, because that's your biggest safety feature is being attached to your board. I just wanted to add that because the water's still cold. People are keen, but got to be safe out on that water. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great point. And uh, and actually, when you you know you talk about something like the Grand River Race, you know, obviously leashes uh, are extremely important for an event like that. But really, anytime you're out on the water and you're in waves or or in uh, in any kind of wind conditions, I mean, you fall off the board and and the board's going to take off from you. You know, it's uh, 
everybody thinks that you're safe because you're on a, a floating board, but uh, it doesn't really help you any if it's 30, 40 meters down the, uh, the waves uh, when you're in the water, especially when you're cold. Oh, yeah, so. and that board can take off real quick. That's yeah, for darn yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Especially so. when it's cold weather. You don't, you, you're not going to last more than 10 minutes in that water, even though you got a suit on. You want to make sure you're attached to the board so you yeah. can get back to shore safely. Yeah, I'm, I just wanted to mention that because that's so important for, for even in all our races. We stress safety first, and we want to make sure everybody enjoys themselves on the water and gets back safely, and that's so important. And I should mention, too, the, the sort of sense of community with these races. I mean, it seems like uh, there's a real just friendly atmosphere and a welcoming atmosphere, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a 12-year-old kid that shows up and wants to race for the first time or if it's, a you know, a 50-year-old a uh, showing up and just wanting to get into the sport. I mean, it seems like that's just the nature of, of paddleboard racing in general, but but in this series, and, and I think that's... Uh, a credit to uh, you know to you and and Kathy who run the series and and just sort of the environment that you've created. Well, thank you, and yes, I totally agree. And, and the community is very supportive, and they all want people to, be, to come out for the first time. Like it doesn't matter who they are, you know. Even the elite racers will help the novices to make sure that they are safe and and know what they're doing and give them pointers as to how to make themselves uh, more uh, race worthy and safe and it's a great community everybody really really enjoys being friends with everybody and it's, it's the competitiveness is just one aspect of it it's the fun and and the camaraderie that goes 100 percent further than that yeah absolutely now that being said this is a you know a competitive uh, series and uh, um, and out on the water I think uh, you know last year certainly proved uh, there were some incredibly tight races both on the you know on the men's side and the women's side um, uh, really across all the divisions but let's talk about the the overall uh, elite winners from last year so um, on the the women's side Tracy Finlay uh, uh, narrowly um, uh, beat out Ariel um, you know who like the, boy, those two were were so close throughout the year, and then Mike Howes uh, just beat out uh, Cody Peakstock on the men's side. So the tightness of the the competition. I mean, is that uh, is that something that you enjoy watching as a race organizer too? Is is these these close races and these uh, close overall competitions? Oh yeah, that that certainly adds to the sport. That you know, when you get racing coming down to the very last race of the year, and people are going head to head. Uh, it, it just shows the competitive atmosphere out there. And it's nice to see uh, young people like Cody coming up uh, through the ranks. Uh, the young guys are starting to move up and challenging the guys like uh, Mike's. This I think this is Mike's third year of being champion. And uh, it's really nice to see uh, them being pushed as well. Uh, Tracy has worked really hard over the past five years uh, to finally come up on top in the series. And she is a great person to promote the sport as well as Mike and all the people involved like Cody and Ariel and, and yourself. And, uh, I think that's part of it because we all love the sport so much that we all want to help each other and push each other and pat each other on the back when we win or lose. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you want to make any predictions or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no prediction, no prediction. I'd like to mention too that uh, this year we've got even more fundraisers, which is a great part of the sport. Uh, Maddie LeBlanc is having a fundraiser in Welland on Sunday, July the second. Uh, that's new this year, but she is so keen to help promote the sport. Uh, Mike Sandusky's got us up for MS again on Saturday, July the 22nd, the Canada Cup race. Uh, new this year, after the Collingwood race on the Saturday, we have a Sunday morning uh, paddle around the lighthouse, uh, paddle for the light to help the Nottawasaw Lighthouse uh, Preservation Society. We're doing a fundraiser for them locally and then of course Ariel has her uh normal uh, I think this will be her third or fourth year for paddle for the cure for breast cancer and Barry on Sunday August 27th uh there just seems to be more and more people trying to raise funds all right so other than that I mean any you know changes or anything like that in terms of uh, the organization of races or anything or are you kind of you know happy with how things are and and uh um what do you sort of what do you sort of see for for 2017 just in that sense well yeah it's it's it's, uh looking i'm looking forward to another uh series of races it's been very difficult trying to get sponsorships we've had a lot of uh manufacturers fall out this year and uh only picking and choosing the number of races they're coming to but uh hopefully we'll be able to pick up a major sponsor i'm working on that Uh, that's a big one uh sponsorship makes the whole thing happen and uh, without sponsors we just can't make the race happen it's just the expenses are way too great uh as you can be well aware of 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 handing out prizes and stuff like that to all the winners and all the categories so we have to cover our bases that way and uh it's a little disappointing this year but hopefully uh it'll pick up again and we can grab a major sponsor, which I'm trying to work on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're, uh, if you're listening and you, you know of uh, someone in the industry or, or even someone outside the industry. And I mean, I think that's, uh, that's something that we'll see as the sport grows, you know, you saw it in, in running and you've seen it in, in uh, cycling and other sports like that, where, you know, you start having some non-industry sponsors coming on board because they see the benefit of it, right? And they, uh, they see the growth and they see the amount of involvement. So, you know, hopefully we'll see uh, a wider range of sponsors coming on board. But, uh, but for sure, if, uh, if anybody has, um, you know, any contacts that might be interested in, uh, in sponsoring something like this, then, you know, please get in touch with Henry. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, Kathy and I have been running it for quite a long time now. Like I say, this will be the sixth summer, and we're looking for help too. If people are keen on on joining uh, the crew and helping out and volunteering and looking to maybe take over on the series, that's another aspect that's open right now as well. Well, as a racer and a fan of the sport, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say thank you very much for all the hard work that uh, you put in and Kathy puts in and, and everybody else that works so hard to make these races happen. Uh, I really don't think that this sport would be what it is here without this uh, this series in Ontario. So thank you very much for uh, for the work you do, and thanks a lot for chatting with me. That's been super. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Talks Up Canada podcast. Theme song is courtesy of Arcanum Music, a website that promotes the work of small music producers. Our announcer is Josie Barkway. If you like the idea of a Canadian-focused paddleboarding podcast, 
please share this on social media and drop us a rating on iTunes. If you have an idea for a future episode, or if you're interested in sponsoring the show, email me at dan at talksup.ca. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, get out there and live the dash.